Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the Monday pod of Born to be a Star. Today is Monday, and it's also another opportunity for me to celebrate my year anniversary of being a podcaster. I am just so excited, so grateful, so honored and excited about whatever's coming next. Um, Being able to spread my mind, my joy, my happiness, my sadness, my defeat, all of the emotions, everything that goes into everyday life, and to be able to share those moments and times with everyone that listens to me is is so inspiring to me. And I feel like it's inspirational for the world as well. It's very easy for us to lose sight of things that actually matter, like what I like to call star power, the ability to see that you are a star, that you can do anything you put your mind to. It's really easy to get caught up in things and emotions and people and time and places and things that don't actually matter. So a year doing this, we've talked about a lot of things. Some things have been difficult. Some of the things we've learned from, some of the things we're still learning from. Um, with everything that's going on right now, uh, unfortunately, we have to watch what's happening in Ukraine and that might feel discouraging. And I know people are having mixed feelings about that. And I have my own mixed feelings about that too. And we'll get into that more so when we go in no media allowed. But I just want to take a good minute or two to just say thank you for listening every day. This is an everyday podcast. This isn't a once a week podcast for 30 minutes. It's an everyday podcast. Sometimes we do an hour. Sometimes we do 30 minutes. Sometimes it can go on for longer than that. It depends on what the conversation is and, you know, skips involved with the podcast too. And it, it, it's really important for me to have this voice for the world. And I, I really do want to be effective in the world changing for the better. So cheers to you, cheers to me, and cheers to us for 2022, 2023, and 2000 and beyond. Um, I hope you're having an amazing Monday wherever you are. Hope you had an amazing weekend. They definitely did not have the St. Paddy's Day Parade like I was hoping they would because you know it rained. So that's always great. Um, anyways, let's get into our favorite part of the conversation. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. On Friday last week, you shouldn't be surprised. Biden's basically asking China to not help out with the war with Ukraine. I don't really know how China's going to side with this. I don't really care if China cares what the world thinks about them like that. I mean, they're a communistic country, right? You have to take that into consideration. Do these people that are politicians understand that the rest of the world does not run like the United States of America? And I also have a problem with the world having it be the the responsibility of America to fix the issues with the rest of the world. That it can't just be the responsibility of America to fix the world. That that's not our problem. I'm sorry. There's issues that are happening in the United States of America that need to be adhered to, like inflation, hyperinflation, the gas prices that won't soar, and the cost of living. Not only the cost of living, but the cost of everything. Really, it's just ridiculous. Like it's just one thing that leads to another. While I'm happy that Katanji is going to be on, you know, playing an important role in the Supreme Court, I'm also questioning what Biden's doing. Because, I mean, I don't know what he's doing. Do any of us know what he's doing? He doesn't really blatantly say it. I'm still trying to figure out 
what's going on with the price of gas because what's going on with the price of gas it's not going down i don't know what he's doing but when he makes stupid decisions like constantly giving things away and just not budgeting correctly maybe it would be a good idea to have a conservative mindset with the budget for the united states of america factoring in debt and everything that comes with the responsibility of being in charge is any of that being taken into consideration why you're giving 24 billion dollars to ukraine i understand what's going on in ukraine is really horrible and i i don't want to say what putin's doing is okay because it isn't but also what about us here in the united states of america and i know that might sound selfish that i just did that but what about us i'm seeing roads with holes in them that aren't getting fixed anytime soon right i'm seeing communities that are desperately seeking help kids that need better teachers people that need better paying jobs and the government needs to stop lying about their role in everything they're disruptive and they kind of just break everything apart the idea that nancy pelosi doesn't want to be held responsible for her negligence with wall street and the rest of the morons just sometimes when these people talk it's just like do you think we're this stupid and we don't know what's happening we keep talking about ukraine but the only person that's in charge of whatever happens with ukraine is putin and the guy that's in charge of Ukraine. Outside of those two having a discussion. And all these other people being a part of the conversation. He psyched Biden into giving him $24 billion. And Biden can't come to an agreement with the Republicans or the Democrats to help Americans out. Okay. Where's my student loan forgiveness? Where is it? Where is that? Where's where's the things for me for part of the middle class, uh, a, a blue collar worker, white collar worker. I go to work every day. I don't get any handouts. I can't get food stamps. I can't get any help. There isn't any help. Where's the one thing you could help me with? Where's my student loan forgiveness? Where's that? Where's that? Because now you're taking back people's tax money if you gave them fourteen hundred dollar checks. Now you're punishing the middle class. The federal government is an entire nightmare, just just an entire nightmare. They don't know how to use a calculator and they don't add up things correctly. And then the federal government or the government will come after you, whether it's Social Security, whether it's unemployment, whether it's the IRS, whatever division of the government it is, they will come after you and collect the debt. They don't care if you spend your entire life paying it off. They want it. That's the government of the United States of America. And if that's the government of the United States of America, what do you think the government in the rest of the world is like? Probably as bad or worse, right? And I'm not saying America isn't great. It is great, but it's not as great as it could be if there wasn't all this corruption and lying and bullshit. But it's there and we just have to live with it. It's a situation where we can't control it. We can't fix it. We can't get these morons out of office. I mean, four years of Trump and all they did all the four years was cry and whine. Biden doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't even know what day of the week it is. This is going to continue to happen. They would have put up a balloon That was about to pop to run against Trump and that would have won. You convinced a bunch of people 
in America. And and now we're stuck. So Jin Saki or Suki or whatever the fuck her name is with the red hair. I don't want to hear you talk about what you hope China's going to do. Honestly, there's enough issues here that like I feel bad about Ukraine. But come on, man. Fix the problems that are here. I don't. Why do we have to keep hearing about the rest of the world and you're punishing us now? Like, it's not OK that Biden is saying that. America has to suck it up for Ukraine. Why do we have to suck it up for Ukraine? Ukraine doesn't have to suck up anything for America. How does that work exactly? And I understand we're supposed to be working as a united front and a team, but that doesn't mean anything to me when I'm counting my pennies trying to figure out how I'm going to pay for my bills. Because guess what the bill collectors don't want to hear about? Ukraine. Guess who doesn't care about that? Anybody that is a bill collector or anything you have to pay for if you want to go order food they're not going to be like oh you feel bad about ukraine it's free but that's not how this works bad things happen all the time it's upsetting that putin is doing this it's really upsetting to watch it happen but again i watched 9 11 as a child and just it was horrifying I remember not really understanding what was happening, but I remember crying ridiculously in horror. Bad things happen here. Bad things happen in the entire world. It sometimes it's uncontrollable, but it happens. And it and it's not a surprise. It's not. But they want to act like it is. While Biden gives away billions of dollars but they can't figure out how to wipe out i don't know 1.2 trillion dollars for student loans but but you can go to war for 20 years in afghanistan and then allow all these afghan people to come over to the united states none of them have been vetted these people that are coming across the line through the mexico none of them have been vetted these people could be a problem for the united states of america and they have no idea none do you actually think they're vetting these people They're getting public housing, food stamps, clothes, cars, things that Americans are waiting for, that have been in line for for years. And they're getting to cut the lines. And there are thousands of millions of people in California, in Los Angeles, that are on the street homeless. But they'll give some stranger from another country something first. It's just embarrassing. And then they want to act like they're saving the world. It's not the United States of America's problem. Sorry. And I feel like if we had somebody in office that was a little more thorough and cutthroat, we'd be better off. Like Biden's too soft. He's extremely soft. He just wants to be the good guy. Sometimes you can't be the good guy. Sometimes you have to be the no guy. And that's not him. That's not going to be a Democrat. No one's going to have enough balls to tell other places no. This isn't our problem because it's not who the World Health Organization. Who's that benefiting? I'm sorry. I'm siding with Trump here and I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm an independent voter. But when it comes to like these stupid groups that exist and us making all these deals and all the crap that's happening with the world, we look pathetic. 
Biden doesn't even know what day of the week it is. He's stuttering. He can't talk. He thinks his dead mother is alive. He's talking about things that don't make any logical think sense. He thinks it's Easter and Christmas. Like, just, I know we joke around about it and we make fun of him. And I know Republicans do it all the time. But it's it's really not funny. It's sad. Anyways, prayers and love and kindness to all those suffering in Ukraine. And I could just hope things get better. At the same time, wake up the United States of America. You can't be the fixer of the world. Or you're going to run out of money and you're going to run out of people because everybody's just going to leave. Um, it's inevitable. Moving on from that to something else that's fun on this Monday Funday, let's talk about liquor delivery. Yeah, there's a bunch of apps that exist like Drizzly, uh, which is pretty awesome. You can also order liquor through DoorDash and Instacart. Did you know that? Because you can. It's very useful and it's very exciting. Instead of getting off of work and having to drive over to the pack of store that's nowhere near where you live, now if you get home, you can have it delivered to you. Not only that, but if you want to try different wines, you can get that delivered to yourself too. There's just so many things you can do. And how awesome is that? Wine delivery is definitely a check plus. Let's do it. Liquor delivery, any liquor, it doesn't just have to be wine. I guess it could be tequila, it could be Patron, it could be vodka, it could be whatever you want. Margarita mix, it could be whatever you want. You can get it delivered to your house. You don't have to drive to the pack store. Yay, another thing that is necessary, especially during these stressful times as an American living here or living anywhere, really. Sometimes having some nice wine and a nice uh, liquor drink is a nice thing to have. Why not do it? Make sure you're uh, 21 or over if you're living in the United States or, you know, just be safe when you're drinking. If you're drinking, make sure you're around family and friends or someone that can be trusted. That's all I'm going to say with liquor. Next part of our conversation. Sometimes light is all you need to provide a better view. You know, if you're looking at something negatively or you're having difficulty with something or a situation or a person or a time frame in your life. Sometimes the only way you can fix it is to find the good in it. And I've said that before. Sometimes you have to look at the good and the bad. And there is good and bad. And sometimes there's beauty and pain. Sometimes you have to do that a lot. Because sometimes your life can just be concealed with bad and hurt and pain and darkness. But you have to find the light. You have to create the light. And you have to distance yourself from the darkness by being the light. That's your responsibility for your life and the lives around you. To be that person that everyone can rely on. To be the brightness in the room. I know I'm the light. Which is why I call myself Star. Okay? That's why I I took that name on doing the podcast. Star. Right? That's why I named it Born to Be a Star. The entire reason I named the podcast Born to Be a Star is what makes you think you weren't born to be a star? You were thought of and time and effort was put into your creation. So why can't you be a star? Why aren't you a star? You're a radiation of light with blood and veins and a heartbeat and a conscious mind and a spirit. What makes you think that doesn't magnify into a light, which is a star? What makes you think you don't have star power? That's what the thought process behind that was. So, 
Sometimes, if a situation is dark and negative, be the light. I know it's going to suck for you to just suck it up and just be the person that's just happy and just like, it's just like, fuck it. I know it's going to suck to be that person that's like, I'm not going to be stressed out. I'm not going to take on this baggage. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be happy. It's going to suck for a minute for you to be that person that's going to deny all the bad and only accept the good to continuously be that happy person. But I dare you to be that person. I dare you. It's it's worth it. Be the light so you can have the better view and see all the beauty and everything. Be that person. Next part of our conversation, time wasn't built in a day. It wasn't built in a day. You don't have to be running around trying to do everything all at once. You don't have to try to figure out how am I going to order this? How am I going to do this? How am I going to get that? You don't have to get out of work at 730 and then try to figure out how you're going to cook a big meal and do all these ridiculous things. Why do you have to do that? Don't do it. No. Pass. Like, no. It's not necessary for you to constantly be doing that over and over and over and over and over again. You don't have to do it. I know that life can be difficult and stressful and you can have a lot of emotions for a lot of things. I know that. But... Nothing is built in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day. Okay. Houses aren't built in a day. Nothing is built in a day. Like what can be built in a day? I don't know. Maybe Legos. I don't even know if that can be built in a day. Because if you're building like a, like an actual Lego like house with a box and you're doing everything like that. That takes time to make sure it's done correctly. You might not want to rush it and do it all at once. You might want to spread it out and do it in fragments. You know what I mean? Like, Like things have to be done differently. Instead of rushed. Just saying. Take your time. Don't worry about everybody else. If you you might learn differently. You might need to see things a different way. You might learn by hearing. You might learn by seeing. You might learn by doing. Whatever works best for you, do it. Don't feel like you're not as good as somebody else because that shouldn't matter. The only thing that matters to you is that you accomplish what you're trying to do, not how long it took you to accomplish it. Because how can you compete with anybody else if you're not finding solitude in what you're actually doing? Time doesn't need to be rushed all the time. Sometimes you can take your time, enjoy some of the conversation, look at the sun or look at the sky, enjoy the weather, right? Take the breeze in, right? Breathe. If you're in the checkout line, talk to the person that's ringing you out. If you're in the store, actually look at what's in there to see what you like. Take your time and enjoy your life, man. Don't feel like you got to rush and be done with everything in five seconds. That's not living. That's rushing. And rushing, that's, that's not where it is. Next part of our conversation do what you love unapologetically. Whatever you love to do, whoever you are, don't worry about people's opinions or people's thoughts or people's expectations. Do what makes you happy. Because if you live your life constantly thinking about what everybody else thinks, you're never going to live your life and you're never going to find happiness. So you're always going to be worried about someone else. Maybe you want to go to the bar. 
Maybe you like to watch Netflix. Maybe you like to read books. Maybe you like sports. Maybe you like movies. Maybe you like the podcast. Maybe you like to listen to podcasts. Maybe you like politicians. Maybe you hate politicians. Maybe you like traveling. Maybe you like the idea of Google traveling where you go on Google and type in whatever country or state or city or whatever you want and you can look it up that way. Maybe you like trying out bears. Maybe you like trying out food. Maybe you like watching Food Network. Maybe you like a lot of different things and other people don't like it. Who cares? Do what makes you happy. You don't always have to be a part of other people's lives. You don't always have to try to make sense of things. It's okay to be you and be unapologetic doing that. I dare you. Whatever you like, don't stop doing it because other people don't agree with you. That's too damn bad. If you don't like what I'm saying, then bye. Because I don't need you to like what I'm doing. If I like it, that's all that matters. Because I'm not looking for your permission to live my life. If you're looking for people's permission and they're okay to do things, you do that when you're a child. Like, at some point, you got to grow up and move on. Like, like you got to move on. Like, being under your parents' belt, like, after you're over the age of 18 is questionable. I really do think that, like, if you are going to go to college... You have to figure out how to either live on campus or commute. And I really do think that at some point you have to have it in your mind to not be around your parents all the time. That's that's detrimental to your growth as an adult and as a person. How are you going to find yourself if your parents are there? How's that work? That, that's not growing up. That's just being as basic as you can be the idea that 40 year olds still live with their parents and they're like 40 or they're 30 or they're trying to figure it out or they're going to get off their feet or blah 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 like the reason why kids want to live on campus at college is so they can live by themselves and experience college differently like I understand why other people want to commute and everything but that's not really the whole college vibe like you got to be on campus walk around eat in the dining hall order pizza out have study groups go to the library work on campus like it's a different vibe when you do it like that if you're commuting then you maybe need to figure out having your own apartment or living off campus it's just the ability to be ready for what's next and that's what that does i i, I think it correlates to each other i think there's just so much going on like be careful man like do what you love unapologetically but also live your life for you not because you want permission that's how I got into that the whole permission idea you're not always going to need your mom to say okay at some point it becomes strange now, I love my mom. I ask her opinions about everything because I love her and she's like my best friend. That's different. But I'm talking about people that like live with their parents and like are having some creepy relationship with them where they're like an adult because they're over the age of 18. And I don't care what you said. If you're over the age of 18, you're a grown up, especially in the United States of America. And they're trying to like be themselves, but they're with their parents. You're in your parents light. You're in a shadow. That's not maybe who you are exactly. 
you'll understand what I'm saying when you get your own stuff and you break away. You get to figure out what you like on your walls. You get to figure out where you want to put your furniture. You get to figure out things you like. And there's nothing wrong with staying with your parents. Maybe whatever your situation is, you need to be with them. But this is America. This is the United States of America. This isn't a third world country. Things are done differently here. Like, I really feel like it's the problem of the government for creating this idea that people don't need to be independent. And then I think people lose sight of who they could possibly be. And then they're nowhere near the idea that they could live their life and love their life and being unapologetic doing it. I worry about that. But I don't know if it's going to get fixed. I can only hope. I don't know that though. So basically, love your life. And don't worry about what anybody thinks about what you're doing. Next part of our conversation. When the season of Raised by Wolf goes off. You're like, oh my God, can we get to the next season so I can see what just happened at the end of this one? Yo, mother got herself involved in a situation that I really don't necessarily feel like if she deserves sympathy. What was she doing, man? Like, what? What was she doing? It was questionable, right? Right? Did she really think that, like, Everything was going to be okay. What made her like robot conscious not saying maybe this isn't the best idea. Maybe this is way too easy. What made her think that? Right? Right. It's just a lot of questions for her. But we'll see how her character develops in this third season that's coming out soon. Um, it, it did get renewed for a third season. So excited to see whatever's next for that. The last episode of Raised by Wolves. Very good. If you haven't caught up yet, start with season one and hopefully you'll catch up to season three so we can get deeper into that. Um, it was a very good uh, season. It was a very good ending of the second season. And I can't wait for Raised by Wolves season three. Next part of our conversation. Season of Witches. I got to get back into that. And I don't know if I should start from season one and go back into it or how I should do it. But I want to really get caught up with that so I'm, like, current with it. Like, catching up with shows that become current with it are sometimes difficult. But I really got to do that. I really also need to get caught up with legacies as well. Just this season is kind of, ugh. Like, everything that's happening with Landon is kind of stressing me out. Like, I feel like the main two characters, like, have to be together. Or, like, how am I going to watch this? It's stressful. I feel like they have to be together. And, like... Everything that happened with her parents and Klaus dying and everything, like, and her mom and the vampire diaries and everything that led up to, like, legacies, I feel like there's a lot here. So, I don't know. That's just me. And you know how I am watching things. Like, I really get into it. I'm, I'm, I'm just hoping things work out with Landon. I haven't gotten to the end of it yet, so I'll keep you up to date, but let's just see. Tuning into Netflix. What's on Netflix? A lot of different things are on Netflix. They got new shows. Um, they're coming out with the last season of Stranger Things. Season four on Netflix. Never to return. I feel like they did that because they couldn't like push that show out more because one, the characters have gotten older. Two, it's been like 
two years since the last season. And three, it, it was too long. That's just my opinion. What do I know? Um, I'm just hoping that Netflix keeps up with what they're doing and they keep tuning out good things. The price did go up of Netflix, but they're supposed to have more options available and they're supposed to have, you know, better things. Like the woman next door for the from the girl in the window, that was a great show. What's her name? I really like that. And the one about the videotapes, that was good too. There's been a lot of good things on there. Um, the Spy series. There's been so much that they've done that's like... Netflix, like it's their original content. Their original content has been very good. Excited to see the last uh, second part of um, uh, what is the name of the show? Um, the show with the guys that are from um, Chicago, and they have the um... Skip. What's the name of the show where they're in Chicago? You know what I'm talking about? It's on Netflix. With the girl with the curly hair and she bought the um, hotel. And her cousin married the lady that owned the farm. There you go. Ozark. Sorry. Took me a minute. Ozark is very good. Uh, that's gonna end though so the second half of that is coming on very good um there's so much that's on there that's good horror mystery like whatever you want anime it's there there's so much there like how could you not have netflix i know people are considering like severing ties but if you're gonna sever tie with something it should be cable not that like you need netflix man you need you need netflix there's so much there there's so much to watch. I don't even know where to tell you to begin. Literally just go on Netflix and get lost and have a good time. If you got available time on the weekend, get the remote out and press the Netflix button and have an amazing weekend. That's all I'm saying. Or weekday. It could be a weekend, weekday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You can watch Netflix any day of the week and you'll definitely find something. I don't know if Netflix is going to do like what Apple's doing where they have like certain shows come out on certain days of the week. But I mean, I think that would be cool. I, I think Hulu do, has done that before. Um, Disney Plus definitely does that and Apple definitely does that. So if all those other uh, streaming services could do it, I don't know why Netflix can't do it. I guess we'll have to wait and see um, if they're going to do that again. Next part of our conversation. The Tourist amazing show on um hbo max if you haven't looked at it you definitely need to we watched the end of it and it was really 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 good um it was really a it ended up being a love story and it was really sweet and um i really like the character development and even though it was a short series it's really good there's a lot that is added into it and you should definitely look at it if you haven't started watching it start watching it um, I'm excited about Peacemaker coming out for a new season. I loved watching the first season of it. It's just so energetic and powerful and fun and crazy. And, like, it's like being a grown-up kid watching that show. And it's fun to look at it. And John Cena does an amazing job as his role as Peacemaker. And so do all the other characters as well. I mean, 
I love DC. I love comic books. I love that genre. I love being a part of that world. And this is what that show gives you. It gives you food for life. Like it makes you feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. An adult child. Yep, basically. I'm reading comic books. I'm looking at my shows. I got my fuzzy socks on. I'm, I'm eating like food out of my bowl. I'm, I'm doing like I got my favorite spoon. Like it's okay, man. You know, like I'm, I'm listening to music from the 80s because I hate everything that's coming out right now. And I'm stuck like in this trance of like the 1990s. It's okay to do that or like the 2000s. It's okay to want to be an adult child. And you know what? John Cena is one too because that show is hilarious. And if you haven't watched it, you need to go watch it. It's hilarious. It's just so great. Honestly, HBO Max is doing an amazing job. And I like how they make it, it adult, but they make it still funny too. Like, yay. Next part of a conversation. Did you know that they're coming out with a new Blade Runner movie? Um, I'm not sure who's going to be Blade Runner, but I guess we're going to have to wait and see. But yeah, they're coming out with a new Blade Runner. There's not much hype for that. But who knows? I don't know. I feel like I don't know when they like start making like five or like four movies of a of an original movie and they they get lost in it and they keep thinking they have to like update it. Like there's a lot of movies that they do that with and I don't know how I'm going to feel about this. So I'm just going to give it time, wait to hear what they do with it, see who the main actors are, and then maybe watch it. You know, we're sci-fi gurus, so we're going to watch it anyways. But we have high expectations. And I mean, like, as someone who's seen a lot of movies and uh, and it was a part of a movie club with Skip and Benny and my family, basically, like, there's times when we watch movies together and we watch TV shows together. We're really big on that. Like, our we have a a massive family and we do that together and 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 we love doing that but as someone that's seen a lot of things like my expectation is that you're not gonna like not do it wrong like have shitty actors have bad music do bad casting they're they're looking like they're not they're not playing the right part that irritates me and I I bet it irritates a lot of other people as well you know what I also hate man since we're talking about this if you're gonna do titans like the comic books it's gotta be like the comic books like all this extra shit that you're doing like star's sister is like evil so like the titan version of her isn't really that evil like let's have the characters match up to the comic book. Can I see a bad Batman for the love of God? For the love of God. Like, I'm not going to say that what's-his-name didn't do a good job. Because he did do a good job. That Batman was actually really good. But I want a bad Batman. I want Harley Quinn to be the Harley Quinn that we get to see. Because that's who Harley Quinn is. Harley Quinn matches up with the comic book Quinn, right? Like, there's certain characters that match up with their comics, where they come from. That's what I want for Batman. That's what I want for all these characters from 
titans. They can't just always be in Gotham City. Gotham City is a muck, bro. Like, and Batman can't leave Gotham City. Where the hell is he going? Like, I have a lot of questions about a lot of things with that, but we're going to get more so in the Titans on another conversation. But just... When you're doing these movies over, make sure you're doing them right. That's all I'm saying. Next part of our conversation, can you air fry fish? Yeah, why not? Do it, man. Which salads are better? All of them? I don't know. I like kale and arugula. Those are my favorite letters to mess with. Um, I like the freshness of kale and the taste of it and the um, texture of it as well. I also love arugula. I got into kale and arugula like, I don't know, a couple years ago when I was going through my vegan phase and like I had to like make everything from scratch. So I basically just used kale and arugula and basically just everything because I can't have meat. I couldn't have dairy. I had to make everything from scratch. So I basically just used that and everything. I just made a bunch of like veggie salads and I ate mostly that. Honestly, it wasn't difficult to do it. And if I'm going to think about going back to it, I'm just going to stick with that. It's also kale and arugula are good for making salad dressings and it tastes really good. Why not? Is Popeye still good? I feel like Popeye's is still good, but you got to know what you're getting from Popeye's because they always have all these additional things. I'm trying to get Popeye's for whatever the coupon is, right? I'm trying to get the two meals for like $8.99 or I'm trying to get whatever the $5.99 deal is. I'm not trying to get like 20 tenders for like $30 or some ridiculous price of things. The prices of fast food has gone up. Thanks for inflation, Biden. Appreciate that, you moron. And um, you have to be careful how much money you're spending at these places. But Popeye's, Popeye's is still good. It's still a place that you'll go to if you want to grab something real quick. And the chicken's still delicious. Um, am I going to pick between KFC and Popeye's? No, I like both of them for different reasons. I also like Chick-fil-A for different reasons. So they're all good to me for different reasons. Like, if we're talking top-notch chicken, that's probably Chick-fil-A. Second, I'd put... KFC, then I go Popeyes, but I still eat Popeyes. Where I don't want to eat chicken sandwiches at? McDonald's. Like, McDonald's is good for the burgers. Let's not mix other things into it. Like, I, I like the chicken nuggets, but not, not really the chicken sandwiches. Like, I don't know. No. Next part of our conversation. One pan wonders. You can either make one pan wonders in your one pan, or you could just put everything in a pan and put it in the oven and like broil everything whether it's like chicken with asparagus and red peppers and onions or whether it's ribeye and you're mixing a bunch of veggies with it to shove it in a slow cooker and make soup out of it or stew whatever you're doing I guess have fun. You can literally put anything in the oven. You can put tomatoes in the oven. You can put whatever you want in there. You can put fish. You can put shrimp. You can put scallops. You can put whatever you want in there. You can make your own pizza. You can basically do whatever you want. Why not? Next part of our conversation. When you mix the wrong things together, you get things that don't taste good. So 
probably don't mix, I don't know, cookie dough with mustard. Like, that just sounds gross. Or don't mix, like, peanut butter with, like, asparagus. Like, I guess some people like to eat weird things together. I'm not into that. I, I, I don't know. On my burger, I want ketchup, okay? Or mustard or mayo, okay? I'm just keeping it like that. You know, on a hot dog, I want ketchup and I want mustard. Maybe relish, depending on where I'm getting the dog from. My brother Brian has a hot dog spot, and his hot dogs are bomb. So, if you want to check him out, he's in Hartford. Uh, shout out to you, brother. Love you always. Um, you know... It's good, man. I don't know. I don't think uh, everything should be mixed together. I, I'm not saying I'm a weird person. I like my food to be separated. I'm saying that I have expectations for my food and certain things don't need to be mixed together. Like peas doesn't go good with everything. Like peas and asparagus and arugula and greens and broccoli. I do think that that does go well with like Italian food or like a stew or like something like that. I don't think that that goes well with like a burger or like a hot dog. Like I think those are those are foods for like different sort of sides. I, I, I think like you got to know what goes well with what and certain things don't go well with other things. That's just basically what I'm saying. Next part of a conversation, drinking less water is good. Drinking less soda is good, not water. You should be drinking water all the time. But drinking less soda is good. You know, if you can start drinking the zero soda, I know not everybody likes the zero soda because it doesn't taste as good as the regular soda does. But the zero soda doesn't have any calories in it. And it's probably better than a diet one, honestly. And um, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of the diet soda outside of like diet Dr. Pepper because I just think the regular Dr. Pepper does not taste as good as the diet Dr. Pepper. I even think diet root beer tastes good. Um, diet orange is not that bad either. But the zero versions of these things are kind of tasty. And if we're going to be picking, I feel like, you know, you know, maybe getting a diet or a zero soda won't make much of a difference if you're thinking about how many calories you're intaking and how much of the syrup you're drinking. So like if you love soda, you don't have to stop loving soda. Just drink a different version of it. Maybe get a soda stream and make your own soda yourself, you know, because that's just carbonated water that you're putting the flavor into. You know, in fact, if you love soda outside of drinking zero, get a soda stream. I'm telling you. Then you can drink cherry Coke, you can drink Coke, you can buy the diet one, you can do whatever you want, and you could do like half of a serving size, and you, you know, then it's not as bad as like actual soda. Real soda is like a stomach killer. Let's not lie. Drinking more water is better for your body. Guess what? It's the end of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this year celebration of the podcast born to be a star i appreciate you guys coming on this journey with me at the beginning of this i had three podcasts it was born to be a star it was star watch talk and it was vig star at some time um I, at some point i'm going to get back into the 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 vig star one because i want to do a separate podcast about health and food and i feel like that's extremely important but for now i'm just doing them all together because it's easier for you to get to and it's more fun so 
we're doing it together, man. I'm with you and you're with me. And thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope you have an amazing Monday. And guess what? You'll hear me right back here tomorrow on Tuesday, just like you do every week. So if you're feeling any type of way about anything, you're not by yourself. And again, blessings and love for Ukraine. And you're not alone. And for those feeling like they are alone in America because they don't feel like the government cares about them, you're not feeling like that by yourself. I'm feeling just like that with you. We got to stick together because we only have each other. The mass of the people is the movement. You are a star. And I can't see in the darkness without your light. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.